It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! (laughs) It's Spooky Saturday! It's Spooky Saturday! Hey, 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 hey! I'm trying to be spooky. <laughs> oh my God, we're both spooky. Hi, hey, hello. It's me, Devin Ray, your ghost host of the most, bringing you the chills and thrills every single Saturday, mostly every single Saturday. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Scott Keel. How are you doing, Scott Keel? I'm good. You good? I'm good. What did we just do? We just watched Evil Dead Rising. We, Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Is it plural? Is it Rise, Rises, or Rising? Is it yeast, or is it... Weast? It's rice. Weast? Yeast. <laughs> I was making a bread joke. Diane Weast? Oh my god. Rise. Rise. Evil Dead Rise. The not the Evil Dead Rise, just Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Like bread. Like bread. <laughs> we just saw it. We did. We did. We just saw it. We just saw it. With Liz. With Liz. With Liz. Hi Liz. Hi Liz. How you doing, Liz? Good to see you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, it's hard to tell where this falls in <clears throat> the Evil Dead continuity, only because to me, the 2013, 10 years ago, uh-huh. Evil Dead movie felt like a totally different timeline. Because the events that happened in Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 could not have happened if the events in Evil Dead 2013 happened. It's I essentially the same story. Yeah, except- I feel like I feel like Evil Dead 2013 was like a full-on reboot. Requel. Reboot. You full, full reboot, no cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think that in the. I mean, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that in the world of the 2013 Evil Dead, the previous iterations did not occur. did not exist. Okay. So I think that. I think the 2013 version was sort of a re full reboot, mm-hmm. and this movie. Evil Dead Rise is exists in is a sequel to the 2013 Evil Dead, right? Simply because of the handling of the th- the, the or or the insertion of the three books. Yes, they have said that the Naturum Demanto or Necronomicon has three volumes. Is three volumes, which is a lot of human flesh, if you're asking me. Yeah, those those books are. Thick. They are they are thickums. A lot of pages. But do you think the pages? They say yes. the book is bound by human flesh. No, you, those pages are flesh. The pages are flesh. I as think well. they intend, or I mean, if they're not, they went out of their way to make those pages seem like flesh. seem fleshy. Yeah, I mean, they were just very. The pages themselves were very thick. Uh huh. And did not have a paper texture. Or a normal paper texture. No, and here's... Okay, let me get my first critique of this movie. In regards to this Notrum DeManto Volume 2, 
as we'll say. Um, the other versions of the Necronomicon or what have you seemed a lot more like spell booky. Like there were there was text bits. This just seemed like an art book. It's just yeah, it's it like, like the sketchbook. devil's sketchbook. Like hundred yeah, percent. Which was weird because in the recording on the records mm-hmm. the priest talked about translating it. Well there is text on those pages, some of those pages. Is but, there? Well, when you okay, if you stay through the movie Good luck. But if you stay through the movie <laughs> to the credits, they do show you the pages that they made up. And it has that kind of... Um, Faded text? No, no. Well, the text looks like the spells that were used in the glass walls in uh, 13 Ghosts from 2001. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Which, okay, cool. I mean, sure. But what do you... What are you translating? And why would you? Yeah. I don't... Um, I don't understand. And, like, there's... Yeah, okay. I'll just kind of... I'm starting it off. I did not like this movie, and this might be the first movie in the Evil Dead franchise that I'm just like, no. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Did not like. I wanted so badly to I, like I, on the it. other hand, had a great time. But... Not to out you, but sometimes on the first time that you watch a movie, you have a good time time. and you don't realize that the movie is bad. Yeah, I I didn't say the movie's good. I said I had a great time. I had a fantastic time in the theater with the people that I saw it with. With Scott and Liz, it was a great time. Yeah. I would not have a great time watching this alone. Period. Yeah, I don't know. There... There's so much when you see it's like it's like you you saw all the ways that this movie could have gone and they just didn't. Yeah, I will say that the movie deliberately limited its consistently limited itself. That is a fantastic way to say that. That is a fantastic way to say that yeah. because you know, I I feel like I couldn't put my finger on exactly what it was that was so off-putting to me other than it wasn't enough of one thing. But I think that's not the real way to phrase that is that it like cut itself off Mm -hmm. and limited itself from doing anything really. When it was almost like it's, it's funny because afterwards, you know, you said there were so few like references or homages or Easter eggs throughout Mm -hmm. it. But now that I'm like sort of reflecting on it, 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 it was kind of, in a lot of ways, very similar to the original OG OG mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Because, but, because think about it, instead of, um, instead of Homegirl getting lost in the woods attacked by the trees running in and turning into a demon and then getting locked in the basement floor she got attacked by elevator cables came in turned into a demon and then locked out of the apartment and instead of having a chained up trap door to talk her shit through she had they had the little peephole 
that she talked and i guess that's clever i guess i just wanted no i don't think i'm not saying it's clever i'm just no i'm saying that 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 summation of of woods to uh apartment apartment is is a good summation of how that translated yeah i don't think that it was as well executed as it could have been oh no there's tons of horrors in an apartment building that is okay so okay basically um if you haven't seen it and you're listening to this congratulations you don't have to go see it i'm gonna tell you everything (laughs) um we start the movie with a cold open for no reason other than the cold open was completely unnecessary there's an ending to it and i i like once the end happened i was like oh it's so that you could say that you didn't stop the demons okay i don't care yeah. I don't care. So it starts in the woods. Um, other... I will also say, just quick insert, that mm-hmm. I think another reason for the cold open was to give people who don't know anything about Evil Dead an idea of what they were getting into. I mean, sure. But like I'm not saying it was a good idea to do that. I'm just saying that I think that was sort that might have been the in the in the room when they were deciding what to keep, that might have been, like, why? I think all of these ideas in the script sound like something you would sign off on if you were the producers of this movie, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. If you if you told Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, we're actually going to start at a cabin in the woods to get people introduced to the idea, the traditional idea of Evil Dead, but then we're going to go... Oh, flashback, flashback to L.A. And they're going to be in an apartment building. And that's where the demonic possession happens. If you said that to me, which I guess the trailer kind of did. Uh, yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah. The execution, however. Not so great. Terrible. Like, so there's a, sh- there's a shitty guy, his girlfriend, and her friend. That's everybody that's at this cabin in the woods. Her friends didn't come. Also, the cabin is adorable, and I would live there 10 out of 10. Cabin was great. Cabin was great. It's a little A-frame, perfect little witch's house. I don't know. The fisheye kind of version lens of the woods encroaching on it. It was just like a perfect little circle of a little... It was great. Yeah. Love that. And But um, the girl... Oh, this... Oh, brunette. A brooding brunette who's so studious. This Reading like, Wuthering Heights. Oh, my God, how insufferable. And, okay, nobody in this movie talks like how humans talk. No. So it was not written by humans. It might be the first AI movie. Who knows? Because <laughs> um, it sounds almost... It's Uncanny Valley dialogue. Yeah, like, it's... So there's stupid horror movie speak, and and, and you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you've watched... Every Scream movie. Yeah, it's... Well, some Scream dialogue is a little bit more intellectual than that. Generally but that, like, speaking. That, yeah, like that, don't pick up the phone. That could be the killer calling. That no one would say that sentence yeah. in the world. Yeah. But because it's in a horror movie, that's how they talk. Which is how they spoke in the original OG Evil, Evil Dead, Dead movie. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't read well now. Well, no, of course not. Um, and the this douchebag boyfriend is flying his drone around... And it looks like it's a fake out, whatever, for the... Evil the, dead demons. Yeah, the Kandarian demon flying force fisheye thing. Shaky cam. Um, and this guy's a dick about his girlfriend. And the, the girl who's reading Wuthering Heights um, 
is like, well, I'm going to go talk to her and she's in bed and they she's pull the sick. same trick that they pulled with Cheryl and um, the cards that they pulled in the OG where she's reading Wuthering Heights, Wuthering Heights, not Wuthering. Wuthering. I don't, War of the Ring Heights. Um, <laughs> Werther's Heights. Werther's original Heights. Yeah. In the Heights. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, she's dictating the words in the book to the brunette girl while her back is turned. And it's like, a, oh, how did she how know that? How is she doing that? Um, but yeah, why? It, it... And yeah, and then she scalps her um, because. And then grabs a drone and shoves the drone in her face and. And then, and then the boyfriend's head off and rises out of the water. Like evil dead rise, evil dead rise titles rise over the horizon. And Ooh, then one day earlier, literally one day earlier, we go to an apartment building, but not really. Uh, we also meet this roadie girl who finds out she's taking a pregnancy test in a club. At a concert. No, she's taking a pregnancy But the curtain hasn't gone up yet. That's yeah. what she says. It's just, she's got to prepare this guitar, but she it's already ready to go, and she'll be ready by curtain. Yeah. Which apparently she just fucking leaves her job after looking at the results of this pregnancy test, in which, yes, she's pregnant. Surprise. Right. Of course she is, because she looks worried looking at the test. I was going to say, like, did they think that that was some sort of a reveal? Like. Come on, son. Are you. Are you high? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, um Yeah, and- no, I think that uh Yeah, it was that that I I did I did not personally see that as any kind of like uh they were trying to have a will they won't they with her being pregnant. I was like she's pregnant. Like that's she's pregnant. Well, then introduce it later. There's there's better ways Yes. that cinema has has moved beyond the 1990s. That we can do that. Yeah. Um, and this movie could have started in 10 different ways. And unfortunately, it started about 20 minutes before it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, and then we go to this apartment building, a beautiful Art Deco apartment building. Great apartment building. Um, where this tattoo artist mom and her children. She's um, got three kids. Three kids. Uh, one of them is trans. Um and goes by Danny, although that is never a part of, like, it's never a dress. It's yeah, it just... could just be a very, like, effeminate dude. Mm-hmm. Or it's definitely a trans man. Mm-hmm. Or a non-binary person. Or a non-binary person who's going by Dan. Yeah. And... We never hear, we never hear Danny's pronouns. No, we don't. It's like, go take care of your sisters. Yep. Or things like that, but it's never like go see your brother or go see your sibling. It's yep. just, and that's that's actually it's really really clever. cool. It's really well handled. I real I I really dig that part. Here's my problem: zippity zoppity to the future. Deadites are assholes. Yeah, deadites. So <laughs> I know things now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, deadites, a they're they're funny demons. Uh huh. And their version of humor is your worst 1990s bully incarnate. They find the thing that you are most insecure about. And not even find it. They know it. Mm-hmm. They, they, they just know things. And so they know your 
deepest, darkest fears, insecurities, secrets, what have you, and they weaponize those things against you. So in this movie, examples would be they weaponize the protagonist's unborn child against her. Several times. With frightening regularity. Mm -hmm. They weaponize the youngest girl, the, the youngest daughter, her relationship with her mother and her relationship with her father, who has recently left multiple times. Mm -hmm. But the two older children who are sort of gender nebulous and definitely have other insecurities as young teens, mm -hmm. you know, bodies changing, it very much seems like one, at least one of them is trans, if not both of them are non-binary, mm -hmm. or at least, you know, fluid in some way. Mm -hmm. None of... The Deadites don't capitalize on any of that. Which I understand the mentality behind avoiding that, but it's also... That's not in care i don't i hate to make the argument be, that there needs to be transphobia or sh some well, no, shit it but would like, be like it would be like the having a token black person in an evil dead movie and having the deadites not comment on race it would just be strange mm -hmm. not because it's okay but deadites aren't okay deadites are problematic they're demons deadites literally looked at a woman and said your sister and her kids are waiting for you and your unborn child in hell mm -hmm. as it's about to kill her. Mm -hmm. Like, they say things that aren't okay all of the time. Right. They come for you in the way that they know is going to hurt you the most. And for people who, and I'm saying this as someone who's not trans, but from my learned experience of interacting with trans people in the queer community given the socio-political climate of things that's a really obvious target to yeah. to come for someone yeah and would in making that choice i would almost argue would make it stronger because it's like it highlights the how painful that is mm -hmm. and you could have gone that route mm -hmm. um but they didn't they no. just it, it it just sort of went unaddressed. And I think what I'm trying to say in the lack of uh, inclusion of of that particular subject is that there's no issue in any of the Evil Dead movies, this one included, of being just absolutely brutal with people's bodies. Mm. Um, and it seems strange to me that these demons these literal fucking demons the worst who make you eat glass or in the 2013 version saw off your face or saw off your arms or whatever like yeah. they are dismemberment demons is what they fucking do yeah um who also tell horrible jokes do you remember in the 2013 version how that demon was like making sexy moves on the host brother yeah and how fucked that was. Yeah. This is why this was I, I was really worried or slash excited um, about the inclusion of children 
in an Evil Dead movie, I was like... You can do so many fucked up things. There, but like, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, the, the stakes are higher. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they they didn't... I don't feel like there was any particular reason to have children in this movie. Other than to make you worried about children. You can worry about anyone. No, I know. I'm just saying like... But they didn't... But that's my. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't really worried for those kids. I knew those kids were going to fucking die. Right. Yeah. Like, it's an Evil Dead movie. Yeah. I Every, just hoped it wasn't dies. as horrible as everybody else. Yeah. But surprise, it was. Yeah. Except for the youngest child. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, okay, their sister shows up at her other sister, redheaded sister... They're actually sisters. The actresses are actually sisters. Yeah, the casting was pretty jarring. Um, the pregnant sister shows up at redheaded sister, art deco mom, tattoo artist's apartment. And is like, I'm here to see you. Um, and they have like a weird, like, you didn't call thing that it was just like, why is this here? Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Stop it. Um, and... The mom sends the kids out to go get pizza. Uh-huh. They go get pizza um, to introduce that the door clicker thing works funny. Yep. Uh, that was another... I, 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 I In review, this is definitely something that happened many times throughout the movie. They would introduce some an object or a... What's the word I'm look, looking for? Um device plot device a, a plot device a Chekhov's gun mm-hmm. into the movie only for the sole purpose of introducing that device to be used one time later and that's it but okay and so that can be effective even if it's used once think about i think about and this is probably why it's so shitty in this movie the master of doing the one thing and then calling back to it later is Edgar Wright. Yes. Putting in one thing that will not come up again, but will be reutilized, flipped on its head, whatever, later. But that's the thing, is it gets flipped on its head. Right. It's used creatively. It's used creatively. Or for a commentary of something. It's like, oh, we're going to show, not, no, fuck it. We're going to bring up Shaun of the Dead. We're going to show <laughs> Shaun walking to the shop to get a Cornetto. Cornetto. And a, he first gets a... Diet Coke, and then gets a regular Coke. Regular Coke, and then a Diet. Coke. Regular Coke, and then a Diet Coke. Um, and then you know we see that same shot again once zombies have taken over. To the extent that it goes, it's the same fucking day. The difference is there are zombies, yeah. but he is oblivious, yeah. and you're just pointing out character of Sean Riley. Um... <laughs> Flexing. Oh, let me let me flex on you. Um, and, and that is the one time. We don't see him make that walk five times. Right. Or, you know, Pete would hate it if I drove his car. He, and, and then, then later he does. he drives his car. Like, it's it's one thing. This one thing, bad. It's bad. It's bad storytelling. Yeah, well, and, and it doesn't... And, and maybe that's what it is, is it doesn't serve to tell a, a story in any way. And the things that it does serve to do... Um, that it does serve as are inconsequential. So, for instance, 
um, youngest daughter is cutting the head off of her doll Mm -hmm. using scissors. And then her mom's like, I know you don't have my scissors. And she puts them on the ground and says, I don't have them because she doesn't anymore. And that's where the scissors stay until later in the movie when she's hiding and the scissors are nearby and her aunt's about to die. So she slides the scissors over and her aunt puts the scissors through her sister's nose. And it's a cool shot, but we all know... That's what I was going to say. I, I figured it out. It doesn't it's, do anything. What, you? They don't give you enough or make it feel inconsequential enough for you to forget about it so you get that moment later of the, oh, the scissors! Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, she put the scissors under the thing so she can grab them later. Yeah. Or like, oh, look, they're clicking the door to get out I of mean, the garage. I mean, you even said it. They walk through the garage, and there's a fucking wood chipper there, and Devin literally goes, oh, not a wood chipper. We know it's coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not subtle. Every single one of those things, like, she puts the scissors on the ground, and we're like, well, that's coming back later. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you, you're right, you don't. Even if you forget about it, you don't really forget about it. You're just waiting for it to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's 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 also there was a bad habit in this of it's it was the worst kind. And, and again, maybe I'm being a little bit too uh, movie aware, but like, no one learned, like. I'm sorry. I even if it was someone that I just my one of my siblings or my parents or you know anyone that I just love I if they were dead and then like not breathing mm-hmm. for multiple minutes mm-hmm. dead dead cold closed their eyes eyes didn't open no pulse for at least 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking sat up in bed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be gingerly going, Hey, hey, hey Devin, <laughs> y- you okay? I'm going to be like, everybody clear this fucking room mm-hmm. right now. You know what I mean? Like not, and that's, again, I feel like that's, you know, emotion creeps in and all that shit. But like, there's a certain level of logic that exists where it, where you're just like, that's wrong. It's like something they, is wrong. They knew this is not a miracle. Something is wrong. It's like they knew that that deadites were a fucking thing, and it wasn't a big deal to discover that that was a th- it. Was like of no consequence. That yeah. They were like, and, oh, and there's like, possession. Like, because you're right. You're right. There's oh, mom looks fucking weird. Oh, she's acting weird. There's blood in those eggs. Everything's fine. Oh, guess. Uh, oh, she's. Oh, she died. I guess. Yeah. What? Yeah, and like, the amount of times that they stabbed the deadites and left the object that they stabbed them with in the deadites, only for the deadites to pull said object out mm-hmm. and weaponize it. I'm. After a certain point, you need to stop. Stop leaving the object in. I don't care how shocked you and, are. And, like, if it works to... If you realize, like, if you... It, it was a weird thing, because this also wasn't a thing in the earlier Evil Dead movies. But, like, stabbing a deadite anywhere, if it stops them temporarily, mm-hmm. it's for fun. Yeah. It doesn't actually it's stop to fuck them. fuck with you. 
But in this, it seemed like if they, like, stabbed them in the head, Mm -hmm. it, like, shut them off for 10 minutes. Yeah, like, paused them so so the plot could keep happening. So the movie can happen. So the movie can happen. But it's like, I... And I guess what I'm saying is in terms of learned behavior, after that happens twice, I would be like, okay, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Get get the fucking baby head spear, mm-hmm. and if they come at you... Stab them in the head. Stab them in the fucking head and run. Yeah. Like, and you win. Because... Yeah, this... Okay, so... Sorry, I I have to clarify why people can't just escape from this building is that this earthquake happens and uh, because, well, no, the earthquake happens just because. Yep. Because uh, they're in L.A. And it breaks the foundation and Danny, who is also a DJ yep. in his spare time or their spare time, um, don't know. They didn't say their pronouns in the movie. So I'm going to say they. They. Um, <clears throat> They hop down and find a, a bank vault that's been well, covered was, up. They talked about how the, the the apartment building was built on top of an aban- like a, a old bank, bank that, and there was a ghost of a banker who. It's where you got to meet uh, the creation of Staffney, the yeah. the baby head stake, the baby head spear, um, and Danny steals. Um, I was like, I would have taken the whole box if I was interested in old shit. Yeah. He finds a box or they find a box that is full of letters and records and a picture of three priests. Yep. And they only take two records. Two of the records. And then they find, and and then they find a sarcophagus. (laughs) It's like the Ark of the Covenant. It looks like a fucking. Straight up. It is a, it is a fucking tomb surrounded by hundreds of crucifixes hanging from the ceiling with a gigantic Christ statue crucifix swinging from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Which they comment nothing on. This is a bank. Yeah. And there's like, (laughs) there's like writing on it that basically is like everything about it indicates do not open. Yeah. And the earthquake has cracked this open in the side Mm -hmm. and Danny reaches in and pulls out a bundle that has the Necronomicon in it. Yeah. And Danny takes the Necronomicon and his backpack with a couple of records in it. Don't forget the zombie sounding bugs that were in the cloth wrapping. Yeah. That like. (laughs) There were just so many red flags. So many red flags. But Danny does this anyway. And you're right. You should, he should have just grabbed the whole box that had the letters, all of the records, no, he grabbed more than he grabbed all. He grabbed all the records. He only listened He's, to the first. Two. No, he said I grabbed two records. No, but she had three and four up there. No. Yeah, she listened to the last one. I thought she flipped the second one. No, there was. She pulled out a whole new one that said three or said there was three and four and I think five. And they only listened to the first. She she so he listened to Danny listened to one and two. Mm-hmm. Which then, activated the... Which activated the, the demons. It has the Conda. The, the Deadites. The Conda. The Conda. Conda. Um, and then she was, and she was like, okay, so you started with the first two. I guess I'll work, I'll work my way backwards and I'll start at the end. So mm-hmm. she puts on the last record. Mm-hmm. And the last record is the one that's like, there is no hope, just fucking run. Yeah. Uh, run. I tried to take them apart. If there's any part that Dismemberment remains... Dismemberment seems to be the only thing that works. If But if there's... Any little piece of them that still remains, they will come after you. Yeah. Um, but, 
yeah, so Danny takes the records and the, the Necronomicon out of the crucifix-guarded sarcophagus mm-hmm. in an abandoned bank vault <laughs> and takes them up to their room. Uh-huh. And Danny and his sister uh, flip, well, he tries to get the book open and she's like, don't. And, and it looks like that fucking monster, monster book, book of monsters from Harry Potter. <laughs> it's got uh, teeth. And Danny cuts their finger on the teeth and drops drips blood on the book, which causes the book to open like a Venus flytrap. And then they flip through it, and it's all these, like, graphic images of really fucked up shit. And, okay, listen, and here's my other problem. I told Scott this on the on the way back to come here to record, that, like... <laughs> the sister's like, stop, close the book, please, Stop, it's close gross. the book, I stop. And I was like, no generation past millennials, millennials, would look at that book and be like, oh, please, close the book, I'm so scared. Never. In yeah. what world? Yeah. That... Danny has, like, a, a modern mullet, that, like, short mullet yeah. with a side shave. Yeah. I was like, that kid is not fucking scared of anything. And Neither is sister. Bridget. This, Bridget. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, close the book. I was like, no, I'd be like, who drew the, whose fucked up sketchbook is this? And why do they only use red pen? What fucking yeah. monsters? Yeah. And then Danny listens to the records and... He has to, like, he's a DJ, so he has to manually spin them at the right speed to be able to get the sound quality right to hear the voices. And then after the records go on for long enough and the the, the demonic prayer begins, uh, it's not stoppable. He can't turn the record off. and mm-hmm. It causes a power shortage. The demon, the deadite shaky cam ghost demon thing comes and attacks the redheaded mom and because the redheaded mom has taken a box of laundry laundry after telling him not to use the elevator she uses the she uses the elevator um and then gets her well she's doing laundry because bridget was complaining about the fact that her eat the rich shirt wasn't clean right um but yeah and yeah, so it's again. It was just it's it's it's. She gets mom gets all fucked up by the initial deadites and gets you know trapped and shit. And she comes into the apartment all zombified and tries to make eggs with a pan flame with a gas pan flame that is like way too huge. She cracks the the shells are in the pan. She's just flipping. And like these. everybody's just watching and is like, "You okay? You gay? And it's like, no, clearly not okay. Bloody is bloody, bruised, making eggs like a crazy person. It's just me drunk. I was like, I've turned on a burner. I've been like, I'm gonna make some fucking right, eggs. but like, she clearly wasn't right. You know what I mean? It no, was, it's it's very clearly like severely abnormal behavior yeah and then i have to say like the the cinematography in the film was actually really solid like a lot of the shots were really cool um i think that's probably why i had such an enjoyable time watching it because it was in my opinion well shot um i guess it felt like too referential to be its own style 
to me. It's like, oh, look, a De Palma shot. Oh, right. look, a, like, yeah. okay, you did a Sam Raimi shot, but just like one. Yeah. Just the one yeah. Sam Raimi shot. And shout out to Santa Clarita Diet with all of the vomit. <laughs> a lot of vomit. All of the vomit. Just like the first, that, that actually might have legit been a Santa Clarita homage because her coming out as like, really, no, it fully was because it's what killed her. So, for those of you who haven't seen Santa Clarita Diet, watch what is, it. What is wrong with you? Watch it. What is wrong with you? Go watch it now. It's on Netflix. There's three seasons. It's solid fucking gold, start to finish. Um, but in Santa Clarita Diet, Sheila, the protagonist, becomes a zombie, um, and the her first like the way that it sort of happens, the instigating thing, is. I'm not going to tell you everything, but when she becomes a zombie, it's because she literally vomits fucking everywhere mm-hmm. and then dies mm-hmm. and then wakes up. And when she wakes up, she is undead. She's a zombie. And there you yeah, and, there and you they're go. off. So redheaded mom, after fucking up breakfast, um, <laughs> crawls out of the kitchen and proceeds to vomit her entire body weight uh-huh. onto the floor uh-huh. and then dies falling into her own vomit and they put her in bed. Oh, because they can't take her downstairs because the elevator is fucked up and, and the, the stairs, stairs are gone. And that's, that doesn't really the stairs are just, come into play ever They're again. like fucked up. Like it's like the earthquake just took out the stair unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they have, they just put her in the bed, and she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back, and she's a deadite. Mm-hmm. She's a deadite before. I think everything that happened, but every, again, deadites fuck with people. So I think that her dying, air quotes, in her own vomit was a joke. You know what I mean? It, what I will say, though, that was interesting, and I don't know if I liked it, was there were a few times where it felt like actual redheaded mom was there was reaching out uh-huh like she can't it's like she pushed past the deadite to be like it's inside me don't let it get my babies mm-hmm. um and sending the voicemail like playing the voicemail to be like help me help me and then it was like the deadite didn't like that so it broke the phone mm-hmm. like those sorts of things i was like is that is she bypassing the deadite can they can they do that and maybe if that is a thing in this movie, maybe that's why the eggs were a thing because she did send the kids to go get pizza and then they dropped the pizza because they were scared. And she wanted to feed her kids. And she wanted to feed her kids. Yeah. So it might have been that, oh, I'm going to make them food. So her redheaded mom impulse was I have to make food. So she tried to make eggs. But her demon body was like, okay, we're going to make some fucking eggs, bitch. Yeah. Like, pop, pop, pop. Just like, if you can, it's just, okay, I imagined a girl, a very drunk girl on spring break in 2007 named Tiffany. <laughs> can I imagine for a second, if you will, <laughs> that this girl's, we're sharing a beach house and Tiffany comes in. Three after, in the morning. Three in the morning. And it's like, I love fucking eggs. <laughs> 
and then starts throwing eggs into the pan, what you are seeing is what happened in the movie. 100%. Yep, that's, actu- that's accurate. That's <laughs> accurate. That's accurate. That's that's movie accurate. Um, <laughs> and then I feel like, uh, you know, the violence ensues from that point. Barely. But the violence, yeah, the violence is weirdly tame. Like, there's a tattoo gun. Mm-hmm. And it gets used once, twice, technically. She jams the tattoo gun into her own neck and then touches it to her daughter's cheek. Well, she almost stabs her daughter's eye and then is like, oh, no, let's. I think it would have been really great if she had let like actually tattooed for a bit. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Like an actual image, like a cock and balls. I don't know. Something. You know what I mean? I'm just, that's. Tell me that a deadite wouldn't tattoo a cock and a dick on someone's face. <laughs> Tell me a deadite wouldn't tattoo a mushroom cock on someone's face. Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? Like that's some shit. They would do that. <laughs> they would do that. That and like that's. I, I, I missed opportunity. For the record, I did laugh like this in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess just it, there There was definitely a, a, a significant shying away from the brutality that could have been. And I guess to what I said earlier, the movie just limits itself repeatedly in that. Yeah. And I, I know that there there are rules about what you can do to minors to minors uh minors characters on film on film um and that's perfectly valid it goes to show that my statement my philosophy is that kids don't need to be in movies i did think about that in the elevator scene that this child is drowning in blood yeah like i sat there and I, i i was like you know i do wonder what filming this is gonna do to that little girl's brain because like that was practical Mm -hmm. they didn't cgi that this little girl is trapped in a elevator that looks like the hulk spent some time in it Mm -hmm. and it is filling up with blood that is raining down from the cracks in the ceiling not just blood that's raining down from the cracks in the ceiling it is syrup blood, which to me, I hate. But also, practically, as an actor, it's all syrup blood that's be- that's filling up this room. I would be positively terrified that I would actually factually drown in blood syrup. Yeah. It is viscous and thick. And to put a child in there is irresponsible. I just had a moment. like Not before it got full full, but just as it was filling up, I was like, that's a scary looking room. Like... I, a grown-ass man, even on a film set, in that room, there would be a level of anxiety that I would have to quell within myself. I'd be like, you're opening up this ceiling. Yeah, I'd have to... There would, there was, there's, there is a mental block that I would have to push aside and be like, Scott, it's okay. None of this is real. It's that... Es- outing myself again. I don't do escape rooms. I don't do escape Period. rooms. Period. I don't understand the concept of locking yourself in a room where only someone on the outside has the key. 
Don't like it. Yeah, hard pass. Uh, ev- ev- you could even tell me, like, at any time, you can just open the door. And then I'm like, well, what's the fucking point of the escape room? I'll just open the door. Yeah. If I'm actually, if it's a real escape room, I'm locked in there. And I don't like the idea of being locked in a room mm-hmm. that I can't get out of unless mm-hmm. I figure out some puzzles. What if that's not the case? What if it's a fucking serial killer running the escape room and I'm just trapped in here until I die? I know that's extreme. It's what my brain does. It's an anxiety I have. And so the concept of being in an elevator that looks as terrifying as that elevator does, mm-hmm. that's filling up with blood, I would have to I would have to really work through some shit in myself to like just be chill in that environment. And I'm not a five year old <laughs> girl. <laughs> No, you're not. You're not a five-year-old girl. And there was definitely a five-year-old girl in that room. And it felt really cheap to me. Um, It's it's like you're referencing The Shining, obviously. It's a nice Shining reference. When they switched the blood. They did switch the blood to a water-based blood to when it poured out of the elevator because that's what blood fucking looks like so when it's like dripping down like i'm making my fucking egos i'm like why did you do this just fill it up with the water yeah just fill it up with water yeah like that's enough yeah tinted water they make powder to make things stick like blood you have the budget yeah well not really it had a budget of 15 million dollars so what yeah this only a 15 million yeah that's impressive for 15 million yeah that is impressive. I got to hand it to him on that mm-hmm. one. That's impressive. Um, but, and also, it, it is a callback as well to the 2013 Evil Dead and the Raining of raining the Blood. Of blood. And that these Deadites for this edge of the They timeline. got that reference twice. Yeah. <sighs> I would say that the second reference is much more akin to the 2013 with the wood chipper blood rain. Well, they dressed the pregnant sister... In a, uh, what I would say is a 2023 female version of Ash's costume. Yes. It's like a blue jumper, romper thing mm-hmm. um, that, you know, she's a brunette. Eventually, she gets covered in blood. Very Ash Williams. And she even says, come get some. To which I, I cannot... Listen, I love this franchise. And I'm actually... I know I can seem like a douchebag about things. <laughs> I know that. But I even liked the second Silent Hill movie when I went to go see it. Because I was just so excited to see more Silent Hill. Yeah. Um. Th- when she said, come get some, I was rolling my eyes into eternity. I was like, th- where, where did you start talking like that? Yeah. Like, at least it feels like Ash Williams had a fucking psychological break and was just like, I'm going to be that action hero guy that I've seen in movies. Like, that's who I am now. Groovy. Like, it's true that they didn't, the movie just didn't quite, one moment didn't carry itself through to the next moment. It was like a series of ideas. It was a series of ideas. And they weren't, one idea didn't lead to the next idea. It was just a series of ideas. And and my I think when I when I think about if I'm just thinking about the the capsule of 2013 to now the 2013 version of Evil Dead was so relatively serious. Those deadites weren't really joking around. No. They were just 
chaos and cruelty. Mm-hmm. And the, what separated it from Evil Dead 2 is that they were back to being serious, but they were 10 times as brutal. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where you're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's... it's 2013 Evil Dead is... Ooh. Ooh. And there... I can... I can't think of anything from this movie that made me feel the way that things in the 2013 version did. The needle broke, breaking off in that dude's know, that eye. The Okay, there was a cheese grater. But I didn't go, oh my god! I was like, oh. Yeah, I it, the cheese grater got me. I will say that. The cheese grater got me. It was probably the only real thing that got me, though. And that happened... One time, I think it would have been more effective if that if the when the deadite got the cheese grater did a little like yeah instead of one like zoodles zucchini noodles out of somebody's calf. But the 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 girl could just walk around afterwards. If the if the deadite like emptied the cheese grater after it did the one drag across the skin, if it like and then ate it, yeah, shit like that. That's what I'm saying. That would have been silly. And I would have been here for it because yeah. it's cruel and silly. I'm going to eat your skin that I just peeled off your body. And so you go, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, homegirl in the 2013 version taking a box cutter to her fucking tongue. Yeah. Like, oh God. that fucks me up still yeah. when yeah. I think about it. It's a, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> There's nothing in this that no. makes me go. Because I know that they're not going to push a tattoo needle into somebody's eye. Yeah. I just knew that by the movie I just fucking watched. Like, yeah. uh, also, they can fly. I know that some deadites can fly. That is a thing. In the old triplet, some deadites could fly. Could fly. Mostly, like, older women, witches, have mm-hmm. a kind of tendency to be mm-hmm. able to fly. But in this movie, two people levitate. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. And yeah, they also, uh, me and Scott were talking about, towards the end, you flash to a page from the Natrum de Monto Necronomicon Volume 2, um, limited edition, uh, <laughs> that you see that one of the Deadites becomes like a multi-limbed thing. And so... You know what it was? Again, it's that sort of let's mention something and call back to it later. Mm-hmm. At one point, the mom says, I just wanted to slice you all open and crawl inside your bodies so that we could be together forever. And so... Which could could just be a thing that a demon said. would say, but they decided to make it a thing and Where turn... Where kids crawled inside her body and formed a But not thing. just, oh, surprise, surprise, here's something we haven't mentioned until now. It's an apartment building, so there's neighbors. Um, and... Uh, the, my cat is on Shanks a is shelf. making his regular cameo. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about his legs on those grates. Um, uh, so there's neighbors in the apartment build. Oh, his paws are falling through. Yeah. Can you? Yep, I got him. It's okay. All right. Yay. Fireman Scott saved your life. Please don't do that again. Um, there's neighbors in the apartment building. There's also a cat in the apartment building, but I'm happy to report to you, if you've listened this far, the cat does live, and we no harm comes to this cat. That we know of. I think they would have been fine with telling us either auditorily or visually that that cat got fucked up. That's true. 
Uh, cat's fine. And also, this... <laughs> the the tie-in with the uh, cold open, there's a woman who lives in the apartment building who Missed slept through everything. And she's... She complained about the thunder. She's like, there was thunder going all night and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And I'm like, okay, never mind. This rat king of a deadite uh, following... The youngest daughter and the pregnant sister to the parking garage and having to be like, they almost pull, um, pregnant sister into the wood chipper, which would have been a, I think, okay, keep everything the same. Sure. Have a foot go in. Yeah. That's, I think what I, I, they, in the 2013 version, Her that would have happened. Would have gone in. Yeah. At least up to like the calf. Yeah. And it would have been like, ah. Yeah. 100%. And then, yeah. And then Cassie, the youngest daughter, would stop it. And then. And then she'd reach back and grab the chainsaw and be like, turn it on! And, and then, shove it in something's mouth. Yeah. Shove the chainsaw in something's mouth. And mm-hmm. then the whole thing would fall, stumble backwards, and. Blah, 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 and like, pull go. it down with the chainsaw. Yep. And yep. Then... yep. Something. But they didn't do that. She was fine, even though she was right there. Completely. So that, and maybe that's also another key thing to point out here is the, with the exception of the cheese grater to the calf and the knife through the hand or Mm -hmm. the glass through the hand, pregnant sister is completely unharmed. But also got to point out pregnant sister was harmed twice Mm -hmm. by the deadites. Mm Mm-hmm. She's fine. Mm-hmm. She had Ash Williams plot armor. Ash gets hurt by those demons all the time. And uh, I mean, like, the most he had to do was cut off his hand, right? Like, but to stop the thing. But he had to cut thing. off his hand. He had to cut off his hand, yes. She got stabbed through the hand. And did not cut off hand. I guess they didn't. She's greater to the calf. Did they, not cut off calf. It doesn't make sense in their world that doesn't make sense. But see, again, to fully support your leg going into the wood chipper, if she did cut off her own hand when the glass went through it, and then she got cheese grated in the calf, but then they put the calf through the wood chipper, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, because this is this is transmissible via injury. But I guess the case that they're making in this movie is that it's not unlike a zombie virus. I was going to that... say, every single time someone got injured and turned into a deadite, it was because the thing that injured them injured the deadite first. Or involved saliva and or blood. But, if that's the argument, both daughter and pregnant sister got blood all over them in a multitude of ways from deadites directly and from just up elevator pool of blood. magic blood but like even if you take away the magic pool of blood they both got splattered and what an interesting take that would have been if they just suddenly started like sounding like glass was breaking inside of them yep. like but they didn't well we don't really know what happened to them well i hope that we don't find out i don't want to see another evil dead movie no it just would have been a great you know end of the movie twist surprise they got you But then they'd have to deal with, you know, unborn fetus getting turned into a deadite. Oh, don't make that argument. Anybody will hate it. Exactly. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> Anybody will hate it. Yeah. Um. They they literally the minute that there was an unborn child inside of a woman's body, she had ultimate plot armor. Like, cannot go there. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead 2004 went there, and that was really, like, the last bastion. But even then, the baby had to be born first. No. It was... That baby was born before she officially, officially turned. She died during childbirth. She was bitten, but, but she the, died but during childbirth. the baby was zombie. Yeah, because that's how that infection works. But it wasn't like the baby ate its way out of her womb. That's true. Which it should have. It should have. I'm just saying. Ten out of ten. Twilight. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Superman. Superman. <laughs> Brightburn. Um, yeah. Uh, if Okay. I don't know how to fix this movie. <laughs> um, because it, it involves, you know, multiple timelines and you have to pick what you want to say. Could it have been funnier? Yes. Could it have been scarier? Yes. But they can't be both. I don't think that that kind of humor yeah, plays I think they, well anymore. I think they. You're, I think you're you're pretty on point with your assessment of why the 2013 movie was so successful. And I think, given how, at least for the purposes of our discussion so far, how we talked about this being more of a sequel to the 2013 movie, if they had stuck to the guns. Of the 2013 movie and just mm-hmm. leaned into, let's just make a brutal fucking movie and mm-hmm. not worry about trying to make it funny. Mm-hmm. And just really go hard into the brutality of it. Mm-hmm. It would have been better. These are dismemberment demons. Yeah. That they don't well, give a shit. So, like, that's that's the thing that really just didn't resonate in this movie is that... I mean, it, it. They referenced it like maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Is that these demons enjoy hurting their host? Yes, that's like one of their main. It's their act, favorite thing to it's do. Their favorite thing to do is like the we're occupying a body. The person whose body we're occupying is fully aware of what we're doing, and so we're gonna fuck this body up. And. That's their whole game. So they're torturing the person whose body they're inhabiting and they're torturing the loved ones of that person who are watching it happen. It's like, And hopefully getting them and to And hopefully get... getting them, doing the same thing to them eventually right. as well. That's like, it's a whole, that's the whole game. And so that wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like a normal demon. Yeah. And also we talked about this a little bit as well before we started recording was that these... In the earlier iterations of the Evil Dead franchise, the Deadites, there's never any point in the movies where the Deadites feel like they don't win. Yeah. They're caught, they, it's it's sort of, we know we've won from the word go. The minute that you woke us up, we won. Mm-hmm. So everything that we're doing is fun. And you're rooting for your at least one protagonist to somehow if not win escape yeah like it feels impossible to escape yeah and you're like i don't know how the fuck you're gonna get out of this but i am here for you dude yeah like whatever you're gonna have to do do some fucked up shit to get out of this and that sucks for you you're gonna be 
mentally, emotionally, and psychologically scarred for the rest of your life, but yep. maybe you can get out of here alive. Yeah. But the 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 deadites are will sit there and do nothing, mm-hmm. not because they're incapacitated by a head injury, but because they're choosing to do nothing because you can try to escape all you want. They don't care. They don't give a shit. You lose. You lose. Like, you don't escape. That's the whole point. Right. And so they're just perfectly fine to sit there and watch you do everything you can to escape, and they won't try and stop you. They'll just laugh at you. Yeah. And there wasn't that sensation. Anytime the Deadites were cognizant of what was happening around them, they were aggressively trying to kill living people. Mm -hmm. There wasn't this cat playing with its food sensation of letting your prey run away a little bit before going and grabbing it. It was mm-hmm. sort of a, no, I got to go. Like they would, they would wait for you to notice them. But the minute that you noticed them and they knew you saw them, they were going after you. Yeah. It was almost like zombies. Exactly. And I think it's a, I don't want to say that, the dude that wrote it and directed it doesn't understand Evil Dead. That feels rude. Yeah. I just don't think that he was able to properly communicate what his thoughts were about Evil Dead. Yeah, and I, I think I think the dude who wrote it and directed it probably had a lot of really good ideas and was probably just too he, he probably I think he got scared. I think he got scared at the finish line or the producers who like he had to make a lot of compromises to get it produced Um, because there were just so many things that like were introduced that just weren't capitalized on. And you know what? Maybe some of my issues are the studio handicapping. That's it. what I'm but saying. Like... Is I, it's, I think I think because like. I'll, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an original cut of this script that did have transphobic jokes coming from the Deadites towards Danny and or Bridget mm-hmm. that the studio execs were like... We can't do that right you now. You want $15 million? Absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. Cut here to here and you've got your money. There might have been, you know, a lot more self-mutilation and a lot more... There might have even been some harm towards more more brutal harm towards the children. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe they like ripped open they did pregnant sh- mom's stomach. They did show that in the in the Necronomicon pages of somebody being disemboweled by hand. Like- yeah, like those things might have been in the original cut um, of the script at least, mm-hmm. and then just didn't make it into the actual production because either either the guy who was running shit or the studio execs or someone was like, you can't do that. That's too much. You can't do that. And it got, it got hamstrung. It does feel very much like it got there. There, some, someone said no to a lot of things mm-hmm. at the finish line. Well, then they just shouldn't do it. Exactly. That's, that's really what it boils down to is that it's like you, with all of the things that you introduced in this sociopolitical climate, if you can't just lean into it, maybe don't, maybe don't. Maybe, maybe don't. Maybe either don't do it or go a completely different route. Make it silly, goofy, stupid. Yeah. Or That's... or just do a different set of characters that you don't have to run into those problematic crossroads. Yeah. 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 Ugh. I had fun, though. I'm glad you had fun. I did have fun. I will say that, like, 
for a one-time viewing, it, it can be good. It can be a good time. You can you can have a good time. There's definitely some really great moments. I will say that the performances of the 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 performance of the Deadite mom, I loved. I'm glad that you loved it. I did. I loved it. Um, Devin clearly did not. I thought that while I am always very supportive of a female-led cast and feature, and I love the representation in this movie, the acting choices were questionable at best for me. I think a lot of the acting choices were very questionable. There are some moments, dead-eye moments, Mm -hmm. that I was a million percent there for. Yeah. But I, I think, think they would have would have worked better in a different film. Yeah. This almost could have been any other kind of, like either a demon movie or a zombie movie or an infection movie, and it would have been yeah. probably better. This but I was like... Been, this could have been Drag Me to Hell. It could have been... any Yeah, any demon movie. It could have been any demon movie, and I've been like, wow, what a crazy demon movie. Yeah. But because it's Evil Dead, and there's such a vocabulary that comes with deadites, of all kinds, I'm not, I'm really not trying to be an asshole here. Like, I'm really not trying to be like a, well, um, actually, deadites are. Because deadites can be different based on which... Which deadite? So, like, which part of the franchise do you like to focus on? Like, this dancing fucking skeletons and shit from Army of Darkness? Yeah. Totally different from Evil Dead 2. Totally different from 2013. But it they fit in the movie that they're in. Yeah. I don't feel like the Deadites fit in this movie. That's fair. That's fair. If I were going to make an Evil Dead movie, first of all, my Necronomicon would look like it was just printed with black ink because that's what happens to blood when it gets old. I think my Necronomicon would look like one of the diaries from Seven. Of course it would. <laughs> of fucking course it would. You're a monster. It'd be a, it'd be a composition book that's just like... Or fuck it. They don't fucking have the Necronomicon at all. They find notes like you're talking about yeah. in a composition notebook. Yeah, and just College students. They're like, what the fuck is this? And it's just like research Is paper. this a poem? It's a crazy... Per- like some, some college student was researching the Necronomicon and then got sucked into it, got all fucked up in the brain, and just started writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. And then you read through that and it's just all these notes of just really fucked up shit. And at some point you read out the Condar. Mm-hmm. Boom. Done. You're like, do you know what this means? You took Latin. Does this right. look like it's, Latin to you? Exactly. What? Con... You- con- Kanda, Kanda, Nostra, Kanda, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it would, su- it'd be, to me, I would love to make a surprise Evil Dead movie where it doesn't seem like an Evil Dead movie. For and then like, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, Evil Dead. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. There's fucking, oh God, oh no, oh Jesus. We were in the middle of succession and this is not the time for this. Like, You should call it Dead. Just Dead. Like the movie's called Dead. You don't, in the trailer, you hint that it's like a scary movie, but you don't really tell anybody what it's about. You go like full skin of a rink. In this house. In this house. <laughs> in this house. Yeah, 10 out of 10. We did it. We figured we, it out. We, Crack the code. Okay, Sam. Coming 2025. <laughs> Bruce, Ted, give us $15 million. 
We'll make a better movie. We'll make a better movie. <laughs> we'll make whatever the fuck you want. Uh, <laughs> I am more naturally inclined to that skin and marink art house kind of fucked up scary. But also, me and Scott make a fantastic team, and I know we could kick ass at a fucking horror comedy, Evil Dead too. So. Yeah, that's right. That's real. That's real. Mm. Just we'll take care of Volume Three. Yeah, Texas. Texas. <laughs> Because the first volume of the Necronomicon is found in Tennessee. In the mountains. In the mountains. Second. L.A. L.A. Third. It only makes sense that right in the middle. Yep. Totally different landscape. Totally different landscape. Tacos, baby. Just saying. I'm going to, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to, nope. After what I've said about this movie, I'm not going to tell anybody that might know anybody about are you kidding can you imagine if somebody trashed a movie you produced so hard for over an hour and then they were like we can new movie yeah i'd be like fuck off yeah i'd be like go back and listen to our evil dead episode no don't do that either well whatever you want man we'll do whatever you want yeah no i again like i don't know it's 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 fun for what it is uh it is not the best I knew that was Bruce Campbell. Where? Uh, Bruce Campbell features in a voice-only cameo role during the vocal recording the on priest. the record album from 1923, yeah. where an unnamed character forewarns them to the dangers of the ritual, shouting, It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason, after urging the priest to stop. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The writer-director Cronin stated that he had Campbell voice this role intentionally, stating that he considers it to be Ash Williams. Oh, well. So, but that doesn't make any fucking sense, because no. at the end of Army of Darkness, he goes to the fucking future where everything's destroyed. Yeah. So when did Ash go to 1923? Is he just zip-zop-a-zooping around? zip a doo da I don't know. I haven't finished Ash vs. the Evil Dead, and I think they're about to take it off of Netflix, so I... Oh. I've, I've never seen it. Well, if you like Evil Dead, watch that instead. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they the guy who made the 2013 version of Evil Dead actually had an idea for in, in Evil Dead 2. Mm. Um, but that... Didn't happen. That didn't happen because I think studios all lost interest in that reboot the old movies thing in the middle of the 2010s. Whoopsie. Oops. We nobody wanted that to happen. Yeah. Uh, although I, of all the, let's remake old movies things from the 2010s, the Evil Dead remake is the best thing. Oh, it's stellar. It's it's, it's if you really just want to make your skin crawl and just like have your butthole pucker. Oh my god. <laughs> watch that one. It'll get you. Oh, it'll get you. Not the buttholes. I'm just telling you. Scott. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Everybody has a butthole. This is a universal experience. You all know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Do you have any, any last thing that you want to say about Evil Dead Rise? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. I think I've said. I think I've said what I want to say. Okay. Would you advise people to see this movie? Yeah, once. 
Yeah. No, legit. Watch it once. Yes. And if you... Once. Like, here's... I guess what I would say is I don't feel like this movie was a waste of 90 minutes. I don't think it was a waste of 90 minutes. You know what I mean? I, Devin, because of my brain, did not have a great time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is like, I think that it... Go watch it once. If you love it, good for you. If you have a good time, good for you. If you're like Devin and it just grinds your fucking gears, it's fine. Move watch on. it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I was... You were... You, there's no way you weren't watching this. Right. So I'm just saying, like, you're chances are either you have to watch it because it's an evil dead movie and you're an evil dead fan and you might have a bad time and i'm sorry about that or watch it and you will have a good time because like it is fun it is in a lot of ways it's really well made especially now that i know that it only had 15 million dollars that's fucking cool that is cool like, good for them they did a good job for 15 million for 15 million they did a good job there were definitely things they could have done better, but I feel like we can say that about most things. So Everything you know. can be better. Yeah. Except for um, Shaun of the Dead. That's pretty it's, perfect. It's, it's pretty top-notch. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That's, that's all I have to say. All right. Well, this has been another episode of New Releases in Horror and More. Uh, stay tuned. I think next week I'm continuing my want to play a game series um game. where <laughs> do you want to play a game um where <laughs> winston do not sabotage me um winston's making his own cameo after shanks he got jealous yeah he got jealous uh where i'm talking about silent hill one with my friend jose Viriel. so tune in for that and also always keep your eel eel eels Eels. keep your eels peered um (laughs) i'm gonna quit podcasting because i can't talk your ears peeled for more episodes of the kitwaku when we return to that oh yeah hot minute um i think next we're talking about the mummy so so. i'm i'm all out of order i'm i'm all out of sorts um but thank you all so much for listening saturday is my favorite day of the week and i hope by now it is also yours uh, <laughs> uh, follow us at Spooky Saturday on Instagram um, and let us know what you think and what you want to hear more of what you want to hear less of even though that's subjective and let us know if uh, you know if maybe we could do more for you with uh, Patreon content because that's being tossed around right now yeah 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 yeah. um you might even be able to have like live commentary tracks for movies if if uh patreon seems popular let me pop that mic when i say it um yeah uh stay safe stay hydrated (laughs) as always stay spooky everybody (laughs) We'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye.